The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Now on Mitchell's Front Page, Trent talking tech. Good morning to you, Trent. How are you? Yes, very well, Mitchell. Hope you're well too. Do I read this correctly that Apple has had another event overnight? Mm. Mm. Yes, yes, you are absolutely correct. Another launch event. Although, you know, usually they have two uh, major events of the year, I guess, COVID has thrown a little bit of a spanner in the works in that regard. And also, uh, maybe the availability of chips uh, for devices as well. We don't generally hear about those sort of setbacks from Apple. They uh, tend to be fairly quiet on these matters, but they did have uh, their unleashed events uh, in the early hours of the morning, releasing the brand new MacBooks Pros with their brand new designs. Uh, they're in 14-inch and 16-inch models. They've replaced the touch bar and it has a, a full-size function keyboard row. There are all sorts of ports on it and it includes the brand new Mac M1 Pro chips, which are an improvement on the M1 chip that they released uh, the MacBook devices with and also the MacBook, uh, well, I should, should say the uh, Mac Mini, not the MacBook, but uh, the Mac Minis. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> at the uh, at the end of last year, and these will be available in the next couple of weeks. They're on pre-order. Uh, you're looking at a figure of um, over two and a half grand starting base for one of these ones, but not the only thing that has been released. Uh, they've also brought the Mac MagSafe uh, connectors back to the MacBook Pros. A new generation of AirPods are available. Uh, the HomePod Mini will come in all sorts of colours. Uh, and, of course, there's rollout of software updates as well, including the new Mac OS. And the most strangest thing they discussed in their event was a, a $20 US polishing cloth, which apparently is backward compatible with all their devices. Although, <laughs> I don't know that you'd be wanting to pay $20 for essentially what is a microfiber glass cleaning cloth. Are you sure it's backward compatible? There wouldn't be any devices that <laughs> microfiber cloth's not compatible with. <laughs> yeah, that is certainly true. Certainly true. Uh, that touch bar thing, that's been quite controversial, hasn't it? Because I think mm. back in the day when they launched it, it was with much fanfare. And I think a few users said, oh, it's great. We love the touch bar. But I think in more recent times, people have said it's more of a hindrance than a help. Well, it's a great little concept, um, but it's another piece of technology, like it's another screen that the, the device has to power. And, um, you know, there are, there, there's been faults with the units and also just in general function, there's certain things on the touch bar that m most people wouldn't use in their common day and they would just prefer to have a normal row of keys there. So I know myself, um, I did get into Mac territory earlier this year just because I thought the um, you know the battery life on these M1 chips was pretty fantastic, and the portability idea was great. Went into the MacBook Air, but certainly didn't buy one with a touch bar. Uh, didn't have any interest in paying that extra money to get the touch bar, basically. And I've uh, just messaged a friend of mine who's very into Apple, follows all the events, because I had no idea this uh, event was actually mm -hmm. on, and uh, they say their thoughts are that the new MacBook Pro is ugly, so they're not a huge fan of it, it would say. I don't know, I haven't seen what it looks like yet, but what do you think it looks like? <laughs> 
Yeah, well, on the conversation of ugly, I, I did kind of overlook the part uh, that some people are going to think this is a bit ugly because, like uh, com- uh, mobile phone devices, uh, this computer has a notch in it. That's where the oh. uh, where the webcam is at the top. So instead of having that top bezel, they've done away with that, uh, or at least gone half the size of what they traditionally would for the bezel. And the notch now sits in uh, the top finder bar, which... Uh, extends the finder bar a little bit uh, for the screen and just leaves this uh, ugly rectangular um, black patch in the top of the screen. Some Mm. might like it, some might not, although with mobile phone development and even what uh, Apple has done in their mobile phones, you would think they would be able to make that a small camera circle rather than a big old notch in the screen. Now, I'm a friend of someone on social media who shares all of the conspiracy theories and is right into it mm. and uh, believes about QR codes and viruses being a hoax and all that sort of thing. And uh, they put up a photo a couple of days ago of an FPOS machine and it had a QR code on it and they said something about uh, what the conspiracy theorists predicted has come true. Uh, I don't know what that means or if they were joking, mm-hmm. but it's somehow to do with QR codes being connected to money. What's going on there? Well, we shouldn't laugh about the QR code situation and conspiracy conspiracy theories because uh, there has been cases of people swapping QR codes in some cases, you know, like at check-in points, for instance, and providing false information or false uh, ways for people to sign in. So that's a, that part is certainly no joke. Uh, but FPOS uh, is releasing a new QR code payment system, which they announced earlier this year. They call the platform EQR and apparently it's got the backing of some of the biggest banks and merchants including Commonwealth and NAB. Uh, There's even some of the big supermarkets and other partners involved in the system. Uh, The QR payment system will essentially allow you to have uh, your card details linked to a digital wallet and people can Complete the secure digital payment by scanning the QR code on your mobile phone. Uh, this can happen uh, in mobile, online or in-person checkout payments. Uh, but it, it seems a bit interesting that they're getting into it right now, especially since uh, organisations like Afterpay and Zip have already tried this concept before and have actually in the last couple of months started phasing it out for the traditional card system. So it's a bit interesting that they're they're trying to implement this uh, in time for Christmas when the ship has already sailed with some brands. I'm seeing it a bit like a redeeming function for FPOS given their notoriety has dropped mm. in uh, in the last few years, especially so. Um, and, you know, more banks offering things like debit cards with uh, Visa and MasterCard networks uh, rather than the traditional FPOS system because, as we know, more people purchasing online, you can't actually use your, uh, your FPOS card yeah. online for online purchases. And I think once people go to things like Apple Pay or their smart wallets where you can tap your phone, Mm, mm. they're not going back to the old swipe your card approach. Generally speaking, not. Although, um, you know, I I have 
both of these features and there are occasions where you just decide that you can get out a plastic card and that works a lot better in some respects but it is nice to be able to just uh, you know open your mobile phone and you've got a default card on there or if you've got a few of them uh, you know you can open the app and just pick which one you want uh, to be able to do the transaction and you most likely already have your mobile phone out so it, it, it makes it so easy and to open another application to show a QR code to do the function of what a card has done. I, I, I can't really see that much of a benefit there and, and I'm really not sure on what the take-up will be like. And uh, last of all, Facebook, they've been going through a bit of a rough trot lately with some of the criticisms about how they handle online mm. safety. Um, what's happening now? Well, with all of this going on, they have announced some new safety features, which are rolling out at this point to Instagram. And that comes down to uh, all of the stuff that's been going on lately and um, the testimony from their whistleblower as well. Um, you know, they're, they're looking to flag ideas to allow uh, users to be nudged. Uh, to stop looking at harmful content and even being prompted as members to take a break from Instagram to try and get off uh, some of the things that, uh, you know, are affecting some of the end users. I think as well, uh, you know, people probably need to step back and I've noted this a lot more now that I'm in a job where I have to, uh, I guess, be across social media on mm -hmm. occasions. Um, you just have to switch off sometimes and just not look at social media because it can be uh, the pure evil in your life, uh, even if it's not, not intended to be that way, given the nature of the behaviour online, the, the sheer amount of people that drop in their own opinions and, and you know, don't realise they're being as hateful and as toxic as they are uh, when they're on the social platforms. Yeah, you're absolutely spot on. It's shocking what goes on out there. And I think even with COVID and if you go into the social media minefield of COVID and reading about that, it makes you actually feel very, very bad about lockdowns and the whole situation. And it would be much better to just switch off and go outside for a walk or something. <laughs> You are definitely true and I did find myself looking at something really early this morning when I woke up randomly and, and it was more of the COVID conversation, the positives, the negatives, what people should be doing, what people shouldn't be doing and so forth and I just had to, to close it. It was, yeah, Good very call. bad. What's your website once again? Talking Tech at TechRap.net. Thank you very much, Trent Geddes there, our program tech guy with a look at what's been happening in the world of tech. But I have to say, $20 for the microfiber cleaning cloth from Apple, uh, the cheek. I can't wait to get on there and see how they promote it. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.